Hello, my name is Deb Norton, and I am the host of this podcast. Today on Life is But a Google, we're going to take a look at Google search engine tips and tricks. So recently, I heard the keynote speaker, Alan November, at the Slate Conference in Wisconsin. And in his keynote, Creating a New Culture of Teaching and Learning, Alan spoke about the importance of teaching today's students, and adults for that matter, how to properly search Google for information to get results without bias or misconceptions. Alan gave this example of doing a Google search, are cats better than dogs? Which gives plenty of results showing that cats are in fact better than dogs. And then he pointed out that the Google search, are dogs better than cats? provides plenty of results showing that dogs are in fact better than cats. Alan's point is that we need to understand how Google algorithms work and educators should be teaching students how to properly compose a Google search that will give reliable and valid results. The better search would be to type cats versus dogs or dogs versus cats. This type of search would give results that are fair and without bias. Alan's keynote inspired me to create this podcast on Google search tips and tricks to teach our students, and of course adults, how to perform a Google search efficiently and intelligently to provide the most valid results. As Alan quoted in his keynote, getting information from the internet is like getting a drink from a fire hydrant. I believe that search skills are the key, not only to learning, but learning how to learn. So let's dive right in. Did you know that the Google search engine algorithm is powered by machine learning, which gathers information on the user over time and then will skew the search results for each individual based on their search history, location, and personal preferences? Many technology experts will mention some techniques for searching more anonymously to prevent the search engine from giving this type of bias. For example, here are five things you can do. One, search anonymously using the incognito browsing mode. Number two, turn off the private search results. Number three, delete and disable your search history. Number four, clear your browser cookies and site data. And number five, spoof your location to depersonalize the results. Those tips are great, but in addition, there are some tips and tricks to use when searching online to just help with efficiency and provide a better result. So here we go. Let's take a look at the tips and tricks I have for you today. Tip number one, Use words that websites would use. This is a very important one. When people use Google search to hunt the web, they generally search for things using the same language they would use for speaking. Unfortunately, websites don't say things the way people do. Instead, they use language that sounds more professional or similar to what a business or a company would use. For example, I have a flat tire, what should I do? Could be replaced by, repair a flat tire. Or my ankle hurts when I jump could be replaced by ankle pain relief. 
So when searching, try to use terminology and vocabulary that you would find on an actual professional website. This will help you get much more reliable results. Tip number two is similar to tip number one, and it is to use important words only. So the way Google search works is it takes what you search for and matches it with the keywords in online content. So when you search with too many words, it can actually limit your results. That means it might actually take you longer to find what you're looking for. So use only important words when searching for something. Like for example, don't type, where can I find an Italian restaurant that delivers? Instead, try Italian restaurants delivery nearby or Italian restaurants near me. Doing this will help Google find what you need without all that clutter. So remember, just keep it simple and use only the important words. Tip number three is to use quotation marks. So when searching for something specific, try using quotes to minimize the guesswork for Google search. When you put your search parameters in quotes, it tells the search engine to search for the entire phrase. For instance, if you did a search for ugly Christmas sweaters, the engine will search for content that contains each of those three words in any order. Now, however, if you would search quotation mark, ugly Christmas sweaters, quotation mark, it will search for that phrase exactly as you typed it. This can really help locate specific information that might be buried under other content if not sorted out correctly. Tip number four is to use a hyphen to exclude words. Sometimes you might find yourself searching for a word with an ambiguous meaning. An example is like the word Mustang. When you Google search for Mustang, you might get results for both the car made by Ford or the horse. If you want to cut one out, use the hyphen to tell the search engine to ignore content with one of the other. For example, you could do Mustang hyphen cars. This tells the search engine to search for Mustangs, but remove any results that have the word car in it. It can be wildly helpful when finding information about something without getting information about something else. Tip number five is to use a colon to search specific sites. So there may be an instance where you or your students need to Google search for articles or content on a certain website. This is really simple to set up. You simply use the term site colon followed by the website that you want Google to search. So for example, perhaps I'm doing some research on Sidney Crosby, a National Hockey League player, and I want to only search NHL.com and no other website. I would type in Sidney Crosby site colon NHL.com. What this would do is search all the content about Sidney Crosby, but only on the NHL.com website. Another example is let's say I'm looking for some high impact teaching strategies and I only want to look at the website Edutopia. My search would be high impact teaching strategies site colon edutopia.org. 
That way, the only results I'll get are from the website Edutopia. Remember at the beginning of the podcast how I said this was inspired by Alan November? Well, tip number six comes directly from Alan November's resources on the web, and it is to use country codes in the Google operator along with the site colon operator that we just talked about in tip number five. So let me explain this one. Whenever students are researching a problem that involves another country, they could use that country's country code to limit their search to that particular country. A list of country codes can be found by just simply searching internet, email, country, codes. Every country has a two-letter code. For example, if a student is searching um, the Iranian hostage crisis of 1979, they could use the country code IR, which is the two-letter code for Iran. The purpose of searching the country code is to imagine the Iranian perspective. The students could be challenged to question their own perspective and possible biases with this type of search technique. If students want the shortcut to generate Iranian sources, they would simply type site colon IR into their search, and then the results will be only from the country of Iran. So remember, site colon is the Google operator that limits the results to content on the web. And by doing the site colon and then the country code operator, the only results will be from that particular country. Tip number seven is to use the asterisk wildcard. The asterisk wildcard is one of the most useful ones for students to know. And here's how it works. When you use an asterisk in a search term on Google search, it will leave a placeholder that can be automatically filled by the search engine later. So this is a really brilliant way to find like, for example, song lyrics if you don't know all the words to a song. For example, I could type in the search engine, come, asterisk, right now, asterisk, me. And by the way, I would put that all in quotation marks so that Google searches those words in the order I put them in. Now, to you or me, this looks like kind of nonsense when you type it in. However, Google search will search for that phrase knowing that the asterisk could be any word. So when you do this search, more often than not, you're gonna find that they are the lyrics to the Beatles song, Come Together, and that the results will tell you, come together right now, over me, are the lyrics to that song, because we put in come, asterisk, right now, asterisk, me. Here's tip number eight. Find sites that are similar to other sites. This is a really unique one that could be used by practically everyone if only they knew it existed. Let's say you have a favorite website. It can be anything. However, that website's getting a little bit boring and maybe you want to find some other websites similar to it. For example, let's say I've been searching a lot on Amazon, but I'm a little tired of Amazon and I'm looking for something similar but kind of more unique. What I can do is put in the search term related colon Amazon.com. If you search that, 
you won't find a link to Amazon. Instead, you'll find links to online stores that are similar to Amazon. Sites like Barnes & Noble, Best Buy, and others that sell physical items online. It really is a powerful Google search tool that can help you find new sites to browse that you possibly haven't thought of. Tip number nine is search for multiple words at once. By using this trick, you can search for one word or phrase along with a second word or phrase. This is really helpful to narrow down your search to help you find exactly what you're looking for. Here's how it works. Type in the two words or phrases that you want to search simply with the word or in between them. For example, chocolate or white chocolate. Or maybe you're looking for meteors or asteroids. This will search for pages that have either the term chocolate or white chocolate or meteors or asteroids. It's amazing how many times I use the multiple words at once search technique. Perhaps you'll find that it's gonna be really helpful to you too. No list would be complete without a number 10, right? Well, you're gonna be surprised by my number 10, or maybe not. Tip number 10, share the first nine techniques in this podcast with everyone. Share them with your students, with your spouse, with your family. Share them with all the people you know who are on the web doing searching. Because honestly, we will not get the types of results from the Google search engine or from any search engine for that matter without knowing how to search properly to give us valid and unbiased results. So please share all of these tips and tricks with people and start using them yourself. Another quick point I wanted to make is that most people search with the Google search engine, as, as I do as well. I, I'm always using the Google search. But if you're looking for a search engine that's maybe not quite as biased or doesn't use quite as strong a machine learning to, to get to know you and um, give you results that are more geared toward you as a person, try Duck. DuckDuckGo. DuckDuckGo is a search engine that is known for having privacy in a very simplified way. The internet privacy company that runs DuckDuckGo empowers you to seamlessly take control of your personal information online without any trade-offs. So it is definitely worth a look at if you're trying to get search results that really are more private and not connected to you as an individual. Thank you so much for listening to this Life is But a Google Search podcast on Google Search Engine Tips and Tricks. I hope it was helpful. Let me know your thoughts on how I'm doing. You can send me an email at deb.norton.tech at gmail.com. I'm also on Instagram at instagram.com backslash deb.norton.tech. And I'm on Twitter at twitter.com backslash deb underscore Norton. And by the way, I also do have a blog. If you'd like to check it out, it's at debnortontech.blogspot.com. Well, that's it for this podcast. I hope that this was a helpful topic for you. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week. And every time now that you go to search the web to find something, I hope you think about these 10 tips and tricks and consider better ways to Google search. Take care, everyone.